Tiger. You can hang a star on that, baby. Baby, 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 baby. You're listening to the Losing the Faith podcast with Ryan, David, and Adam. Come, brothers and sisters, and let us vent about the uh, San Diego Padres' brilliant start to the 2023 season. Game two in the books. Another uh, another dud. Another freaking dud of a game. So I'm trying very, very hard to stay positive, and I've convinced myself that there are certain things about the game that I watched tonight reminded me why I love watching the game of baseball. And there were a few things that I genuinely like enjoyed watching. Martinez pitched a great game. I thought Grisham had some really great at bats. The double play, not to like give too much credit to your boy Nola, but the double play that Nola initiated to Manny uh, in Tim Hill's inning. And then not to mention Tim Hill's inning was fucking legendary. So super disappointing result. Soto still can't figure it out. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on there, dude. Yeah, none of it. The the fielding, the hitting. He looks flat. He looks like he's flatlining. He need he needs to to get a CPR done on him or something because he just looks off. And this is yeah. This is why I, I don't like to look into spring training and ever really try to get excited about anything that's happening there. Because uh, as far as I can tell, none of the players that were mashing in, in spring training have carried that over. None of the players that were in the WBC that were playing well have carried that over, you know. Well, maybe there is one Bogart, dude. Bogarts has played well in the WBC and carried that over, I guess. But well, no, he played pretty poorly in WBC. But well, I, I don't know. I just I remember seeing a game where he hit a home run. I was like, that's cool. He's on our team now. Like, yeah, good for him. But I don't follow the Netherlands, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grisham had a nice spring, and I've really liked him the first two games of the season. Even tonight, I don't think he got a hit, but he had some really, really good at-bats against Freeland. There was one, I think, that was like nine or ten pitches, and it just looks like he understands the strike zone again. He knows when to swing. He knows when a pitch is close and that he needs to foul it off. Last year, he was taking so many strikes. He looks like he's figured something out. Yeah, I wonder if like a part of that was the... The shift could have actually just been mind-fucking people all year. That's actually a pretty decent thought. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Because he's still always going to be like a pull hitter, right? I mean, it's just in his it's in his DNA as a hitter. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still can you can still shift, but it's just not going to be like an absolute mind game like it was last year where you just don't even put people on one side of the field. Yeah, I I never actually considered that because when we played baseball, the shift wasn't a thing. And so I never had to like from the batter's box, look out into the field and see my pull side just stacked with fielders. I could see how that might get into someone's head a little bit. It'd be kind of a trip, right? Yeah. It's like playing basketball and someone daring you to shoot from like not guarding you, right? Just like, oh, shoot from where you're at. Yeah. You can't make it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that would definitely I, be a little bit of a head fuck. I like I liked him. I like to Grisham in the leadoff spot, and I always have. I kind of bummed that he wasn't in that spot tonight. Um, 
Would you trust him against lefties right now? I mean, he was in the lineup anyway. Yeah, but he was down in the lineup. He wasn't. It's okay. Top. So is that is that the rationale? Like you you keep you keep the bat in there, but you just shove him farther down the lineup. Like, well, I mean, he's got other qualities that make him a valuable asset on the team, and when he's in the field, he plays great defense. So I think yeah, it's that it's that trade off of maybe the offense gets a little bit worse, but you're not going to expect much production out of the seven, eight, nine slots anyway. So you put him down there knowing that you're probably not going to get much. And what you do get could be a nice bonus. And we know he can hit donks. Yeah. What about, um, speaking of knowing what you're going to get, what if we just didn't put Soto in the outfield at all and he could just be a DH? <laughs> That's a great idea. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> if they trade for, or I wish David Dahl would just, make a case to be like a, a platoon player or an everyday guy, because then yes, we could just put Soto at DH, but then that pretty much eliminates Matt Carpenter's bat and Nelson Cruz, who also didn't look great tonight. He looked kind of, yeah, but you don't expect him to be looking great. He's 42 years old, which is how old Fair. all of our team is going to be after everyone's contracts are halfway through. <laughs> Yeah, man, looking at Nelson Cruz was like looking into the future of the Padres. <laughs> uh, okay, but that's like, right? I have a point here on this one. You're not you're not expecting really anything from Nelson Cruz. Like what you do get from him is, is just like a bonus. It's like, that's okay, true. Great. So does a different story. He's in the meat of your he's in the meat of your order. Okay? Yeah. He's he's hitless so far. He, he got a walk to start the game. Big whoop. Like, good for you. You got a base. An outfield, he looks absolutely shaky. He looks yeah. lost out there. Is he doing his shuffle? Did he? Is that it? Is that the source of all his mojo? I, I don't know, man. There's, there hasn't been much to dance to these days. I mean, he's no. not getting into good hitters counts. But maybe you know, that was his routine. It's like every pitch was the shuffle. I don't I think mean, it was every pitch. Baseball is a very, uh, very superstitious. superstitious sport. I don't. It's pretty I superstitious. Know. I don't Since, know. Yeah, speaking of superstitions, Grisham's mustache has to be the key to unlocking his his power here. Oh, 100 percent, dude. His what is uh what a mud and don call it? Uh, lip lettuce. Lip lettuce. Face lettuce. Jeez. No, it looks good though. And yeah, he might be like Samson derive his power from his facial hair. I'll tell you what. I uh I did not think that I was going to be counting down the days for Tatis's return, but I sure as hell am now because we need we need a boost of energy. We I like this tune. Boost of energy. It sounds yeah. a lot better than trade Tatis for Otani. So keep going. I don't know what else to say, man. Like nobody else brings the level of energy that he does. And the team just like losses are fine, but it's not just the losses. It's, it's just like lack of energy. I don't know. Like, okay. Losses are not fine. Getting no, no, no. Beat don't is get me fine. wrong. Don't get me wrong. But there, there's, there's definitely something missing. Okay, you're right. And it's besides, you know, better play, tighter games. These games haven't even been close. Uh, 
even on some of these <laughs> these few rallies that we've had, there's just it's dude, the team's flatlining. There's no energy. I don't know how else to yeah. say it. I just keep repeating myself with the same lame analogies, but you would think in a sold out home opening series with all this expectation, um, there would be just uh, even nervous energy, right? Like in nervous energy, usually for a big league player translates into something productive. That's like playoff energy, like yes. that nervous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you don't get this far in your career and have nervous energy bother you. It usually feeds you. Right. And so everyone just seems kind of half asleep. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's a good way to put it. It doesn't, because I think at one point uh, in the game, they said that the Padres were 0 for 7 with runners on and 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position. Someone's got to come up with some clutch hits, guys. Like that's, again, that's the story from last year. What what, what do we used to track every week? Left on base? How many runners left on base? Mm, Yes, my favorite, my favorite and most depressing statistic to follow. I haven't looked at it tonight, but I bet it would be appalling. I don't know. Yesterday, opening day, that was cool. We lost in a terrible fashion, gave up 17 hits. I was excited about like the game itself, the pitch clock, all that. Tonight's like game, pitch I, clock. Tonight's game, I was like less excited about it. Martinez pitched, I think, great. That was good, but I agree. Like somebody get a freaking hit. Martinez pitched great, man. Those two runs too. In the, I think it was the first or second inning, that should not have happened. He should have been out of that inning. So his one mistake is really that home run to Charlie Blackman. And Charlie Blackman is the Padres' daddy. So it's almost expected at least once a series or a game, he's going to do something silly. Yeah. He's like the granddaddy now, but he's still yeah. not a rake. <laughs> Old granddaddy Charlie. But speaking of Charlie Blackman, Tim Hill giving the Padres a little bit of revenge and nothing against yeah, Charlie Blackman. I'm not saying we need to hit people, but like, dude, you've destroyed us for over a decade. We, we deserve that one. Just let us we're, have it. We're, <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying, bro. Oh, we got revenge in that we threw him an off speed pitch that hit him in his elbow pad that gave him a free base. Now it we was could've, we could have walked him, but it was a moral know. victory, Adam. Okay, <laughs> and I've now become a Tim Hill fan because he beamed Charlie Blackman hey, and, and then all, shut down all the batters in the inning. And that's all that matters is that I've converted you to the Tim Hill fan club. Big fan, and, and you can only be more of a fan now that his fro underneath his hat is is getting bigger and bigger. Although I don't know what is that thing. A fro, or is it just long, floppy, curly hair? Either way, it's great. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a look. It's definitely a look. It's like yeah, a tip, border, borderline sideshow Bob. Like we're just, I mean, yeah, like if, pouring pouring out the side. I mean, it's not red, but if sideshow pretty, Bob did like a bunch of meth, yes, that is like Tim Hill's. Oh look. no, too far. You love him now. It's you not. Too, make, I do. I love you him. You can't make the meth jokes anymore. We're here in the fan club with me. Just because I'm a fan doesn't mean I'm going to start lying to people, okay? He's a methy sideshow Bob. (laughs) But he's great. He's my guy. Uh, Yeah, that was 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 a good inning. 
what was it that uh actually little known fact hold on we looked this up before and we scrapped it because it went dark really quickly. no no we're not gonna read tim hill's wikipedia man it got dark fast like no, tim hill has I overcome just, a lot in his life <laughs> i just i yes he has dude i'm a fan i would i might get his jersey i actually might get a jersey too because his numbers were actually fantastic last year and we're pretty short on quality bullpen arms right now. He and Luis Garcia might be the cream of the crop. Yeah. Which isn't saying much, but it's made me a Tim Hill fan. So what's up with um, Cronenworth? I don't rough, know, man. Rough year last year. Doesn't look good right now. Real weak contact. I mean, did he is was he just like a one year wonder? But don't get me wrong, like I love the defense at first base. He's a huge upgrade over Hosmer defensively. He made one play tonight that was tailor made a Hosmer boot, and I was so thankful that Cronenworth was there. But the bats got to come around. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, uh, dude. I stopped playing baseball when I was twelve. I, I don't know how to identify what's wrong with his swing because. It, it, when I look at him taking his hacks out there, they look the same as they did the year that he had that breakout year. Now, if we probably put him side by side, I bet there's one like tiny difference. Like maybe there's, it's longer. He is not as compact as it was or something. I don't know. But well, what if yeah, it's not that at all? Every, everything is kind of like this loopy slicey like cut contact you know well what if it's not the swing like what if it is the swing is exactly the same as it's always been but pitchers are eventually going to figure you out and how to pitch to you and where you have holes in your swing he's been in the league long enough now and guys have seen him enough to do that is he just not making the adjustment because is it like i wonder if there's a pitch that is just giving him fits that he hasn't adjusted to and hasn't figured out how to see or to hit. Uh, I have another theory. What's okay. Great. What if whoever <laughs> it is that's playing first base for the Padres can just never be good. <laughs> When's the last time we had a good first baseman? I don't know. My, the... Oh, Adrian Gonzalez, obviously he was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Okay, that's it. And then he eventually ended up playing for the Dodgers. So it's a yeah, fucking it's curse. Yeah. It's a curse. That's it the Gonzo curse. curse. That's it. Mystery solved. I mean, it is well, kind of funny that every single infield position is manned by a shortstop. Like, that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> hilarious. Oh. All right, uh, you, you want to play shortstop? No, no, no. We we have four. We have five of those. We have and one have, outfielder have... is going to be banned by shortstop. Like we've got six shortstops or five shortstops in the starting lineup when I mean, Tatis to, comes back. To be fair, everybody on everyone that makes the bigs was the starting shortstop on their high school team, most likely. These guys played shortstop in the major leagues. Every single one of them. That is a little different. Did Manny start his career at short? Oh, hell yeah, dude. He was an amazing shortstop. And 
When did Cronenworth ever? No, he played short for a while. Yeah. He played short all through the minor leagues, and he played a couple games at shortstop for the Padres. Hassan Kim, gold glove finalist at shortstop. Yeah, yeah. No no kidding. I, that was the obvious one all yeah. last year. Xander was also a gold glove finalist and a silver slugger at shortstop. Like, fucking everybody's a shortstop except for Grisham and Soto because obviously Soto's on a shortstop. He's too big and silly to be a shortstop. We're going to have to talk to Preller. Pre- sounds like Preller's got a little fetish going on for for these little pieces. I don't hate it, man. I love the versatility. Like, I think that is so cool. Like, seeing Cronenworth literally play every position in the infield, that's kind of rad. And he could pitch. No, not this again. No. Dude, that's so much versatility. Every infield position and the mound. I bet he could catch, too. I bet he could also be a good first base coach. You know what I'm getting at. (laughs) Don't give me that shit. Uh, yeah, that was super stupid. I'm that sorry. Was so dumb. David's not here to laugh at it and call me out. So, <laughs> no, it is interesting though. It's a very um, versatile. T- even dude, Nola was a shortstop. Yeah, well, not in the not in the majors though. In the minors. Yeah, but you said I don't know, dude. Majors. I bet you if you look back, he may have played a game at shortstop at one point in the major leagues early in his career. I would not be surprised. Every infield position is a shortstop. And if Javi Guerra was still on the team and on the mound, dude, that's a shortstop everywhere in the infield and one in the outfield. You're getting really excited. I, I feel that is like crazy. This, this is like shortstop inception. Or it's gonna be like Sharknado, except instead of sharks coming up, tornadoes. It's oh, San Diego Padres shortstops. Like, You're gonna hate this. Just if, chill. Just relax. If Profar no, we're still on the, the team. If Profar was still on the team oh in left field, all but one position could have theoretically <laughs> been a shortstop at one time. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's absurd. That's that it feels, is. That feels statistically impossible. It's not though. Like we just went through it. It it's cra- like yeah. Preller has a weird fetish for shortstops. That's hilarious. Shortstops masked as utility players that are really just shortstops. Dude, that is the best weird shortstop inception realization I've ever had. That was so much fun. That made tonight's awful <laughs> game. Dude, that was psycho. Almost acceptable. Well, look, there's one more. No, there's not. So wait, tomorrow is Michael Wacha? Yeah, Michael Waka. Walk, let's, walk, figure, walk let's figure out how to say this name correctly instead yeah. of being a bunch of Larry's over here. <laughs> you say it one way, I'll say it another way. We'll cover our base. Watch watch Where do you even go to find pronunciation of someone's name? Chat GPT? I think you just learn how to read as a child and you yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you wait for the broadcast tomorrow and then you just assume that Don and Mud are saying it correctly, and oh, okay, that's how you say it. That's yeah. But, but then they come idea. up with some nickname for him, and they never actually say his real name. Like, who's <laughs> El Gallo? I don't know. Did we have a guy uh, named Will Myers? No, we just had an El Gallo on our team. You loved Will Myers, but you hated that nickname. <laughs> I hate most of the nicknames, to be honest. 
Yeah, they're Java, pretty ridiculous. Java Joe or whatever. What's that's a terrible one? nickname. They really, I mean, yeah. I I do really think that the Padres broadcast team is is top. I love listening, but sometimes the nicknames are mid. There are definitely moments. Agreed. I love listening to the guys, but there are moments during the broadcast where I have to, like to myself, I say, what the fuck are these guys talking about? They just go off the rails sometimes. Here we go. This is some random six second YouTube video. You're going to watch a YouTube Uh, video of how to pronounce tomorrow's starting pitcher's name. Yeah. But don't worry, okay. it has a six-second ad to watch a six-second video. Sick. Michael Waka. Waka. <laughs> Did you most, hear it? Yeah, I heard his sounding <laughs> voice. Ever. Michael Waka. Yeah, it's a robot. It's for sure just a robot. And that's how you know it's an accurate pronunciation because robots are really good at talking. So what was the verdict? Was it Michael Dude, Waka? Michael Waka, 50-50, that's wrong. I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't have a high level of trust in the pronunciation of a, of a AI voice going, Michael Waka. So how do you feel about Michael Waka pitching tomorrow? I mean, I feel fine. I don't I don't know anything about this dude. So, you know, you and David are the 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 guys that research everyone and have your studs and you're like oh adam you don't know this guy who used to play for the orioles two years ago who was an all-star <laughs> in 2019 I'm like no i don't so, i just watched the I, padres am i just supposed to not ask you questions is that how this works i just tell you what you need to know no ask the questions but I'm just tell you i don't know anything about this dude okay as far as the number three starter goes for a world series contender probably not the best but is like a four or five guy could be a solid four or five guy back in the rotation. I think his ceiling is probably like a Nick Martinez esque year and Martinez looked great tonight. So I don't know. Waka could, could do pretty well tomorrow. Who did the Rockies six, have going? Do you know? Six, six, uh, Urena. Oh, okay. He's always given the Padres problems. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, tomorrow should be interesting. Dude, if, I don't even want to think about the Padres losing the opening series to the Rockies to start what's supposed to be their best season ever. Maybe we're manifesting it by by uh, not not believing, and we need to have the logo of our our podcast be losing with its you know like a strike through, so that we can manifest the victories. So you want to change the name of the podcast to losing losing the faith. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's just a small branding tweak of a logo. We would still just say losing the faith. <laughs> why don't Why don't we just stick a little two next to the the losing so it's squared, so you know it's losing losing, so you're not actually losing. And losing squared is a positive. There you go. Until they win a game, we're not changing that. It's we're we're losing it day by day. My faith grows a little bit less. Hey, so what I almost called it yesterday um, would have been so rad if uh, my boy Azokar had the first home run of the season. He was close tonight. It was close. He he put as much of a charge into a ball as I think his tiny body could allow. But yes, yeah. it, he gave me a moment of, oh, but not quite. 
I love that guy, but it's funny because you know you know you have no power in the MLB when you're being asked to lay down a bunt. But he got that bunt down. That's another no, no, thing. No, don't don't get me wrong. I I love a good bunt. I love yeah. situational baseball. Agreed. I didn't really, you know, like that was that was great. That's um, why I say tonight more so than last night. There were certain things that I was like, you know what? This is why I like watching baseball. This is good stuff. They got beat tonight, and it's unfortunate. But yeah. Better, I think better decision-making by Bob Melvin too, like dropping the bunt down, awesome call, and then using quality relief pitching to actually come in and keep the game close. Thank you. Should have done that last night. Yeah, and, and letting Martinez go, I think, yeah. was a good decision. Uh, you could have easily looked at, looked, at four, looked at those four runs and made an excuse to, to just throw someone else in which would have made no sense because Martinez obviously was pitching great. So, And the strikeout to end his outing of McMahon to like hold tough and then throw that change up in a full count to get the strikeout. I mean, that was a good moment. Well, uh, other way, uh, other teams around the league tonight, let's see uh, Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks. That's great. That's just, Wait. Ter- that's just terrific. So the Padres are in last place in the NL West right now. Um, Giants lost today. I don't know how they did yesterday, but are the Padres in last place I'm in the NL West? One second. You know the answer. You don't even need to look it up. Two games in, last place, baby. Last place. <laughs> Padres have been last place in the NL West already longer than I would have expected if you asked me before the season started. Uh, the only team with two losses. Now, granted, the Giants have only played one game, it looks like. But yeah, Rockies, obviously, top of the division, 2-0. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the Padres' payroll is higher than the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and the Giants, who are all ahead of the Padres right now. Oh, by the way, combined, not just individually, obviously. This is hilarious. Uh, uh, I'm like half laughing, half crying. It is only two games. But uh, I, I wonder hate, how ma- I wonder how I many times we're going to say that. Okay, you know what, man? Like we could get to the end of the season and miss the playoffs and go, "Fuck!" It was only two games. Yeah, no doubt, because it always comes down to those wild card races. Always come down to one or two games. Yeah. Um, and but the thing is, here, Ryan, it like these weren't close. Like these didn't come down to one play. These these games were just not, not even close does that make it better i don't understand no what no i'm trying. just I, i'm just saying like these weren't games that got away from us like oh if we had just won that one game on that one play like there was no plays being made to even get close to either of these games and then also when yeah. you give up 17 hits it's like kind of hard yeah to 17 hits and get 17 strikeouts like that's classic padres it's like oh wow 17 strikeouts is a lot but wait, you also gave up 17 hits. What are you doing? All right, let's uh let's see what we have to look forward to though, right? All right, so here's silver lining. Tatis comes back in 18 days. Yeah. 18 games. 18 games. Yep. Okay. Huge boost. Joe Musgrove comes back. You Darvish has not thrown a game yet. Those are two of your top three pitchers right there. Um, you're gonna get some of your relief arms. Coming back as well. I keep mentioning 
Pomerantz because I think I think he has shown really good stuff when he's healthy for the team. Suarez. Um, Suarez. Is he hurt right now? Yeah. That's okay, why he's yeah, gets, the team. Gets Suarez back. Um those all the all those pieces. I don't think it really can be understated how how significant all those players we just mentioned are to the team. Massively important, right? Yeah. I I think the one factor that we're not talking about enough and that the Padres, I don't think they're used to it yet. With that payroll and that talented of a roster and a lineup, everybody's coming to beat you. Like No one's underestimating you. No one's taking that series off. You're going to get everybody's best every time you step onto the diamond. And if you guys aren't ready to like handle everybody's best, you're not ready to win a World Series. But that's just going to be the reality of the entire season is people are going to come gunning for them. So they got to be on it. You can't take any games off. Meaning what? You mean primarily that they're going to give you, we're going to face every team's ace every time we play them? Not even that. Like you talked about it earlier when you said nervous energy at a certain level gets guys up. And I think if you're on a team that probably isn't playoff bound, like the Rockies, for instance, are a good example, probably not playoff bound, but want to prove that you're a major league team and that you belong, like you might get up more for the Padres series than say the series against the Diamondbacks. Because if you beat the Diamondbacks, it's like, yeah, fucking whatever. No one cares. But if you beat the Padres, oh shit, like is this team better than we thought. Yeah, and they're not getting up for themselves. They're not getting up to play the Rockies. They're not, they're not matching that energy. It's the Rockies. Exactly. They're just like, oh, okay, like, well, we're a good team, so we'll probably win. And then they just kind of sleepily walk into the game, and they're like, all right, well, I'm sure the next guy will, you know, make something happen. And then it's three and out, and then the next inning's three and out. And then the yeah. next inning is like, oh, okay, a soft single that went over someone's arm and then a double play and a strikeout. You're like, okay, well, that was three innings and nothing freaking happened. So yeah, who's going to do something? Yeah, the energy's not there and they're not matching the other team. And I think you're right though. Tatis, him coming back, he's got that energy. He's not going out there to play. He's not taking any at-bats off. He's out there to dominate and to win. And if he's well, not I- winning, he's pissed. I really hope, I hope that he has that energy. I'm a little nervous that he's going to be a little more sheepish, a little more like humble, knowing Mm. that he needs to earn something. And, and I don't want, I don't want him to be restrained in that way because like fans were pissed, right? But like the swagger has nothing to do with that. They're just pissed at the fact that he made poor decisions, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I hope that he doesn't come back more reserved than before because we need that energy more than anything right yeah. now, especially if we look flat tomorrow, you know? like Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I hope that the veterans and the leaders in the clubhouse now, because it's Manny's clubhouse, but I hope Manny is able to see – how much Tatis's energy brings to the club and encourage him to be that guy, to be the big smile, to be the guy that's getting on base, stealing bases, hitting big home runs, like super swaggy. Nino. Yeah, Nino. We need Nino. We don't need, you know, 
the contrite, humble Tatis. I want that guy to come out with a mission and just something to prove. And he wants to prove it with his bat, I hope. For sure. I, I'm, I'm hoping that him and Soto will be like, when you get them together, they'll be like the Bash brothers from Mighty Ducks. Just, yeah. Just like be ridiculous and just put just them feed every, off each other. Every time, just put them back to back in the lineup and just like see what happens. I think that's what's going to happen, man, because Tatis is going to lead off. And then I would imagine Soto in the number two spot. So I think. Yeah, Tatis could shoot a jolt of lightning into Soto and into the uh, into the bats, and yeah, we desperately need that. But I don't think we can wait twenty games into the season for them to figure something out. Yeah, well, they're not going to lose twenty games, but it would it would be nice to win the majority of those while we waited, right? Yeah, and especially against teams that we should be beating. The Padres should be beating the Rockies. Those aren't. Hey, this game's a toss-up between the Dodgers and the Padres. You need to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And I know we're totally discounting like the Rockies pitching. And, and to the Rockies pitching credit, Freeland made a really nice play uh throwing someone out at first base. That was actually like, okay, shit. This is so bad for the Padres that even the Rockies pitchers are dropping web gems on them. Like, we're getting everybody's best. Yeah, yeah, that's backing up your point from a moment ago. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I again, I watched primarily the Padres. I'm not familiar with how good Freeland is. Um, he seemed really effective. I don't know if it's like just one of those things where he's harder to hit than it looks, kind of like a Granky type type pitcher. Um, you know, because he didn't look nasty, but if he's just really, yeah. if he's just keeping people guessing. Uh, that could explain soft contact. I mean, not a lot of hard hit balls tonight, really, at all. Um, yeah, not at all. Did the Padres have an... I don't even know if they had an extra base hit. Oh, I guess Hassan Kim had a couple doubles that were kind of silly. He had, he had, a, he had one double that was a pop fly yeah. to the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. Uh, the, the center fielder just lost it in the sky. His doubles weren't exactly gappers. Yeah, definitely not. I, I think one of the doubles he hit, he hit the ball twice. Uh, well, yeah, you know, why not? Get your money. Got jammed, and then hit the ball again. So our our one bright spot, the guy who went three for three, like, hey, that's a pretty good line. Not exactly setting the world on fire. That's kind of par for the course for the Padres the last two days. If Freeland. Ends up being an all-star at the break. It, it won't look as bad in retrospect, but I'm not sure what the possibilities of that are. So, I guess. Well, I think we've had a nice Venn session. We've been pretty kind, I think. Like a little understanding of sometimes you just lose and you get beat. And tonight I think we got beat. But something's got to change quick, man. Yeah, we need the team needs a pacemaker right now. I I just that's what I want to see. And like I know I said this before, but I don't love losing, but where's the energy, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. come on, man, all those fans in the stadiums and or in the stadium, all those fans, like they 
Maybe the age of the team is catching up with them, man. We got a lot of veterans, not a lot of young energy right get now. Get out of here. Got to get Tatis back in the line, man. There's 24-year-old energy. <laughs> uh, Just saying. Old Daddy Nelson's on life support, old man. Old Daddy He was Nelson. taking some real dirty He's hacks. Your expectations low for, for Daddy Nelson. I feel just dirty for saying old Daddy, Daddy Nelson. Nelson. That's not going to be a thing. This is the last time that's ever going to get said. At least out, out of my mouth. On the note of Daddy Nelson, we'll call it a night. All right, man. Thanks for jumping on, dude. That was fun. Yeah. I'm always down, to be honest. Me too. That was a good time. It was just... Um, like these, I don't know if like we should title these 